TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Heard in the locker room after the game, I think it was Nick Bolton, was asked, like, what does this game basically, like, say about your defense? Or something, you know, I'm paraphrasing. And he's like, uh, that Legereus Sneed should be, that LJ should be a pro bowler. LJ should be an all-pro. Like, he, he's now taking it personally. I love it. That's the best thing you have. Go- that entire defense is taking Legereus Sneed snub personally and so I think it's elevating their level even more from what we have seen and he gets in the head of some of these wide receivers too Legereus Sneed did it to Jamar Chase uh nobody was just talking about shutting them down but he's getting in the head of these guys too which is phenomenal on top of it and we know he's super physical I think we all enjoyed Legereus Sneed just shoving Tyreek Hill to the ground right at the line of scrimmage like two plays before that he forced him into a false start because he kept jumping towards him this was I mean it warms my soul it doesn't just warm my soul because Tyreek is trying to take a victory lap on a rep in which I'm just to be clear. He did not make a catch. Baldinger had sent out a text being like, look at the physicality from these two guys. And Tyreek's like two guys on me. And I still got open. The play he is referencing is the one in which Trent McDuffie closed the distance and still knocked the ball away. Tyreek got the one deep ball. And that was it outside of that. And that was an underthrown deep ball. That is Tyreek Hill's bread and butter. Tracking the ball and underthrow deep ball, he's made an absolute career. He is maybe nobody better in the league at doing that. Doesn't matter. Because while Legereus Sneed covered him, he had eight yards. Trent McDuffie only got got once. And between the two of them, they once again completely locked down their passing attack. They had nothing. And by the way, Trent McDuffie's making a small career out of embarrassing Tyreek. In that first playoff game, rips the ball away from Tyreek Hill that eventually gets returned for a touchdown. And in game number two, you see him just waiting for that ball to get tossed out to the flat on Tyreek Hill and then absolutely wrecked him on that one too. I, it's not just because Tyreek left here and can't, just doesn't know when to just take the loss, kind of like Jamar Chase. It's the fact that those two guys are so great that they can lock down any elite pass well, catcher. Well, what was the, 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 and I get why you said this last week. I'm not even, I'm not saying you were wrong. I think it was multiple people said it. You said more than Tyreek Hill, you were scared of, Devin Achan. Oh, yeah. Spags, the scheme. They Achan, you know his final stat line? This he might is have had 30 yards. I, I mean, Maybe. I didn't even look at it. Nine yards rushing. Oh, my God. 21 wow. receiving. I mean, this is a guy that is a home run threat. This is, again, an offense that we would admit the Dolphins aren't playing as well right now, but had been the number one offense. Remember the offense that everybody thought was unstoppable that scored 70-plus against the Denver Broncos early on in the season? Just scored seven. Uh, against you and th- this is I don't know how many times we've come on this show and mentioned Steve Spagnuolo but I can't say it enough just how damn awesome he has been this year still with a very young defense like a really really young defense last year all that young playoff experience that guys like Jalen Watson and Trip McDuffie and others got and George Karloftis seeing if like, I was the youngest defense I think, you know on and, age and, all that experience they got last year, because I was watching CBS since they didn't have a game yesterday with the Bills moving. They had the AFC title game from last year against Drew Cincinnati Bengals Ooh, that's nice. uh, on TV, which was an enjoyable watch. I'm sure Drew watched it the same way I did, which was with plenty of excitement. Um, and you saw Jalen Watson making plays then, and you saw George Karloft. It's like My point being is 
that experience a year ago helped them this year, and then now you're seeing everybody reach their, you know, basically their their, their peak, right? Their and, comfort inside of the defense in the playoffs. And yeah. this, the scheme that Spags had to deal with, the they eliminated, we knew going in the, the Dolphins wanted to run. Non-factor. Absolutely non-factor whatsoever. Pitch game was eliminated. Their speed was eliminated. And a lot of other, this is what's important to note on this, is a lot of other defenses that are very good in the NFL got their ass kicked over the weekend. Browns got rolled. Cowboys beat down. Like other teams that were top five defensive teams this year got their ass kicked in the postseason. And Spag showed up. By the way, there was no call better, in my opinion, than that fourth and two. That was when I was like the most confident. Oh, they're winning this game, no, no doubt. Getting that stop, keep Miami out of it, not letting them back in this game. Because on a fourth and two, in which you might assume Miami would pull, hey, let's get speed to the edge and do that. They dropped eight. They only rushed two. They dropped nine defenders in yeah, coverage. Aminahue blew that whole thing up. He was great again. Like on that particular play, like even though they did that, Aminahue. Oh, he was great. Aminahue got near Tyreek. Or not Tyreek. Got near Tua. Tua. And that's what really also screwed up the entire play. No, they were, they were sensational. And what you were saying about these other defenses, it is kind of interesting. Like it's an old school mentality. Like, I don't know. We could have 10 defense years ago, championships, 10 yeah. years ago. Well that, but like 10 years ago, we would have said like not only defense, but you know, old school, you gotta, you know, be physical and run and it's getting colder. Look what green Bay and they were indoors. I understand. But look what Green Bay did. They, they stopped the at the beginning. I know the game got out of hand, but early on they were able to shut down the running game of of Dallas. And and they were physical. Uh, look what look what the Chiefs did to the Dolphins. You know, look at some of these other games and and what teams that were more physical and could run the football and were willing to run the football did. Like I, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me. I think every team that ran the ball more effectively won this weekend so far. We know the Chiefs did. Yeah, um, Texans. The, the Texans. I know they were CJ well, Stroud was incredible, the and the CJ Stroud was incredible. Aaron Jones was ridiculous for the for the Packers. And then last night, I know it was a fun shootout in the first half, but Jameer Gibbs, David Montgomery, they had success. Kyron Williams did nothing last night for the Rams. I know we got hurt late, but if you even early on, the, the Rams could not run the ball against the Lions front. And so it's kind of interesting. The teams that we'll see the two tonight, but the teams that could run the ball were willing to run the ball. One. Well, I like that for the Steelers part, although, again, I'm not counting on it. Was this the single best performance from the defense all season? I think it was the I, team's best performance, Cody. Yeah. All, I, I, That's get, tough to throw argue. Throw the Bears game away. I, I, this, this was the most complete performance. Doesn't mean they were perfect. They had red zone issues, obviously. This was the most complete win, and that's why, like, how can you not be confident heading into the divisional round. I'm not telling you guaranteeing a win or anything like that. No, but, but for how a person you, you were already yeah. chalking up the, I'm probably picking the Chiefs yeah. to lose against the yeah. Bills. Your mood, I can hear your mood. Yeah, your yeah, mood yeah. is shifting towards, I don't know, maybe yeah. depending on how the Bills look no, tonight and I, I two think, days extra rest and I everything think else. The Chiefs are going to have a hell of a chance to win. Let's assume it's at Buffalo. I think they're going to absolutely be in that game and have a chance to do it the way they are now playing. And it's really two games, I understand. It's really the Cincinnati yeah. and it's the Dolphins game. But, you know, we always talk about playing good football at the right time, figuring out who you are. I think the Chiefs have figured out who they are and how they have to play to win. Even if those on the outside were kind of talking about it for months, the most important thing is the guys inside that room that are calling plays and scheming things up understand it's okay to play a certain way, even if it's not as sexy. And they have realized that, and that's why it's just key for them. I just think they've got so many defensive players playing great. Nick Bolton's best game of the year was yesterday. We've already talked about Steve McDuffie. Now they got Karloftis. In a, like, all of a sudden, based on the season Karloftis has had, the second half of the season Aminahue has had, and who Chris Jones is as a player, 
that's as good of a trio as pass rusher as anyone's rolling out in the postseason right now because of the way that they're playing. That's also kind of changed the math a little bit where the blitzes are even bigger of a problem. If those guys are also going to get to you on four man pass rush and five man pass rush, and you've got the secondary you have, it just creates problems for the team. I mean, they just, you're probably right. It was the most well-rounded win they had all season long. And I remember that, that Chicago game, that was just picking on an inferior opponent and one team shooting themselves in the foot over and over again. This felt like one of those, like Miami didn't keep shooting itself in the foot. It felt like the chiefs just forced them to be play, play bad. Does that make sense? Like there's a difference to me in, in that level. Sometimes you just play bad. You just play bad and you force all these own mistakes and you make your own mistakes and you just, you can't block or tackle or catch and it's all you. And in that game, it just felt like the chiefs made Miami play poorly. Not, not yeah, Miami it, just didn't play a good game in a playoff game. I mean, when you, when you win by that margin and when it's, you know, you, you, you force the, the opposing opposing team in this case, the quarterback to it, to just look so uncomfortable. I, I get the weather was probably, I don't know, 30% of the factor in this game, 40%, maybe max. The rest though, was just scheme, better team outplaying them, punching them in the mouth early and, and, and being on and having the, the energy right away. And I, I think that was, that was so key for this team. And it created a fun scene. I mean, prop, props to oh, it was a great scene. anybody that was out there because it looked absolutely miserable. You got Andy Reid, the snot freezing on his mustache. Cause that's what it was. We're all like, wow, this is cool. It's just frozen snot. Okay. It just looks uh, like a frozen mustache. So it's fun. It is fun. Uh, I mean, it was it was an incredible looking scene like Arrowhead, you know, all the talk nationally that happens, you know, you assume if you don't live here that, oh, because it's cold, it's just not going to be loud. <laughs> Chiefs fans were lined up still at 5 a.m. You're crazy, by the way. 5 a.m. tailgating the same way they would tailgate people bringing in their cardboard. Everybody was fired. That, that atmosphere was terrific. Casey, of course, represented well again. And yeah, it created some moments. Taylor Swift, obviously. Oh, behind um, the, the frosted glass. Behind the, that that photo, that image or whatever was incredible as well. You saw the the beers were like those sixteen dollar beers. Uh -huh. Unfortunately, were a waste. You couldn't drink them. They froze within a minute. Well, that was the the video before the game when they they took a bottle of water out of the fridge, and then it instantly turned into an icicle. You're like, oh no! Again, could if you went out there, props. Uh, uh, yeah. I applaud you in every single way because it couldn't be me. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.